Welcome to the Covering Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Wheeler. All my friends call me Wheels, so you can too. And I'm so excited to share this with you. This podcast explores the psychology of action versus inaction, why some people can set goals and achieve them while others can't, and how to start even if you don't know where to begin. You'll be hearing from people at all stages of their journeys, from entrepreneurs just starting out to artists who've achieved unparalleled success. I'll be sharing ideas on how to manage resistance, procrastination, environment, and energy to help you take the steps necessary to get to where you want to be. I'll also be sharing my own journey and the messy behind-the-scenes process you don't always get to see. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get started and cover some ground. Welcome to the first tread. This is an idea or concept that helps you gain traction in your life, and I am thrilled to share this first tread with you. Let's get some traction. The very first thing I want to talk about is the concept of practice. When we think of practicing something, we usually think of a skill or a new behavior or way of being. We tend to think about practicing the things that are good for us. And we usually hear things like practice makes perfect, practice makes progress. And those things are true, but they're also true for the things we don't want to be good at. So if your goal is to write, you're a writer and you want to write every day, if you set the time and you sit down 10.30 every day and you're going to write for a half an hour, you get really good at sitting down at 10.30 every day and writing for a half an hour. And then the byproduct of that happens. If you have an intention of sitting down and writing at 10.30 for a half an hour every day, but you don't do it, you get really good at not writing at 10.30 every day because you're practicing that behavior. So we need to think if we're not practicing the thing that we want to do, we are actively practicing the thing that we don't want to do. So it goes both ways. We don't just practice things that we want. We practice things that we don't want. And I'll give you an example. Over the last 18 months of quarantine, I went from moving my body constantly, training at one of the best gyms in New York City with amazing people, eating salads, eating lean proteins, eating quality carbohydrates, to eating copious amounts of Domino's, which happened to be right outside of our door, drinking a ton of Moscow mules, and sitting down for hours and hours of day, which is the exact opposite of what I was used to. So I practiced eating, drinking, and sitting, and I got really good at it. So good to the point where I could eat more pizza without feeling full. I could drink more alcohol without feeling intoxicated. And my joints would ache when I would start to stand up and sit down. I practiced and I got great at it. What we need to remember is that the discipline of practice doesn't just happen for the good things. It happens for the behaviors that we don't want. So every time you're doing anything, you are practicing either moving toward the direction you want to go or moving away from the direction you want to go. Now, here's the thing. That sounds scary. And shit, what have I been practicing? What am I practicing that I don't want to practice? Which is a great little reflection you can do. Taking time, thinking through your day, What's something you want to get better at? What are things you don't want to get better at? And where are you spending your time practicing? The best news is the more you practice something, the easier it gets. Now, duh, you already know that. But let's talk about a super fun thing in our brain, myelin. 
So I've said this in the intro. I am not a neuroscientist. I'm not a psychologist. I am just fascinated with what happens in the brain because I feel like the more I understand what happens in the brain, the fewer emotions I have around things because I'm like, oh, this is what's happening in my brain and it all makes sense. I would feel this way or I would act this way because my brain is doing this thing. So when you start to practice something, and this could be the first time you practice anything new for the very first time you do it, you have now made a track for your brain to easily be able to go there again. And that's where myelin comes in. Myelin is this fatty sheath that codes or insulates your nerves. You have two points and it's going to be able to send a signal quicker between the two points. And every time you practice, that's going to insulate more and more. So it's like a reinforcer that help those pathways stay stable. Now, the first time you do the new thing, you've created a track. The second time you do it, the third time you do it, the fourth time you do it, you will start to develop your fatty coating of reinforcement around that pathway, making it easier to send a signal from one point to the other. Now, what does this look like? Let's say you want to spend less time on social media and more time reading, but your body's so good at grabbing the phone. You don't even think about it. You grab your phone, you start to scroll. So you have to make a very conscious effort to set the phone down, take a book, maybe go to the other room and try to read. Now, if this is the first time you're practicing this, setting the phone down, going to another room and reading a book is going to be extremely hard and your brain is going to be racing because it's used to a different behavior. And when you start, it's going to take more energy for your brain to groove that pathway of reading a book than it is to go down the very well-beaten path of grabbing your phone. Think about it as clearing out the weeds. So instead of having this open, smooth track, you have to clear out the weeds first, try to make some kind of tire marks in the grass, and then slowly but surely start to reinforce making that new path. Now that doesn't mean the other path's not gonna be there. It's gonna stay right where it is, insulated, because you've grooved it so many times but we can start to have different options as we create new paths and insulate them. I like to think of it a little bit like friendships. Let's say you have a best friend from college and you're so close and you do everything together and you have this very deep connection. It doesn't mean you don't have other friends. It just means this pathway between you is very easy. It doesn't take a lot of energy. It's very comfortable. Now, let's say you meet a new person off campus and upon first encounter, it's, hey, nice to meet you. Great. We've laid that track once. Still got your best friend. We've laid the track of this new person. And then you see the new person again. You're like, okay, you're cool. Great. There's another little encounter. Still best friends with your other person. The more you see the new person and start to spend time and develop relationships, that road is going to be easier. So there's a connection and you are insulating it. Now, if you start to spend more time with this new friend and you're grooving that path and you're reinforcing, you still have this connection with your best friend. But if you stop spending as much time with your best friend, the reinforcement of the new friend is going to start to get deeper and deeper. And then the connection with your best friend might start to decompose and might start to break down. That's the same thing as our behaviors. And we know how this is with friends. We've all had friends from college that were like our homies. 
We love them so much. And then slowly but surely over time, those relationships start to go away and we develop stronger relationships with other people. Now, that doesn't mean that that connection is going to leave. You'll always have it. But the weeds are going to start to grow over. The path is going to collect dust and rain and dirt. And it's going to be harder to get down because you're not clearing that path every single day. But new friends, we're good. And that's how our brain works with trying new things. So you want to think as you're trying new things, as you're practicing, what are you practicing? A behavior that you want or a behavior that you don't want? How are you insulating and reinforcing that behavior? And just know it's going to be challenging. It's going to be super tough. Another way I like to think about new behaviors is like having your favorite pair of jeans that are so cozy. Maybe you wash them once a month. They're so worn in, but they start to get worn out. Maybe it's out of style, maybe it's out of season, and you buy a new pair of jeans, and you put them on, and you pull them up, and you know they're starchy, and they're hard to get into, and it's like, oh, I don't want these jeans. I want my old jeans. I want the jeans that feel comfortable and feel good, where I don't have to break them in. I don't have to sit down and try to squeeze my gut into the top. I want my old jeans that know exactly where to fall on my body, and I feel good in them. Trying new behaviors that are new ways of being compared to what you're currently doing are going to feel like putting on a brand new pair of jeans. They're going to be tight. They might be slightly uncomfortable. You're going to have to break them in. It's not going to be great when you sit down. But the more you wear them, the more you sit, the more you squat and try to stretch them out, the more comfortable they become. And then slowly but surely, these jeans start to fit a little bit better. And it takes time. It's not going to happen right away. It's not going to happen in a week or two weeks or maybe even a month. But a couple months in of practicing this new behavior of wearing out these new jeans, it will all start to feel better and more comfortable and way more enjoyable. So to give a little recap, whether you know it or not, you are always practicing something and what you are practicing, you are getting way better at. What are the things you want to practice? Two, Myelin can be your best friend. The more you practice the thing you want to get good at, the more it's going to come, insulate and reinforce and give you a crystal clear path so you can do that behavior without having to think about it, without having to expend a lot of energy. And three, it's not going to be easy at first because it's like your old favorite pair of jeans that are so comfortable that know exactly where to fit, but the new jeans will break in over time. So take these things, apply them, do what you will, at least think about some of them in your day-to-day. I hope these ideas give you a little bit of traction in the things that you are wanting to do. If you enjoyed this, if you found it valuable and you want to share it with your friends, please share and pass this along. All the treads will be things I wish I would have known earlier. If you want to go to iTunes or Spotify and subscribe or leave a five-star rating, that would be incredible. Thank you so much. If you have questions or you want to connect, wheels at amandawheeler.com. I love this stuff and I'm so happy to connect with you. That's it for the tread. Go get some traction and cover some ground.
All right, if you hung on this long, you get a little sneak aftercast after the first tread where I share my emotional experience going through the tread. So I like the information that I presented, but I sound like a boring ass person. And that's not what I want to be. I feel like what I have to offer in this area of behavior of new like mindset and ways of thinking is so different than a lot of the you know, very buttoned up professional people that do personal development or self-help. And what I need to work on is bringing my flavor and kind of craziness because I'm not at all like I read these things monotone. And I wasn't reading. I was talking super slowly. So I didn't say um and uh. And what I realized is then I lose a little bit of the sauce That makes things interesting to listen to, like different dynamics and like different, you know, pitches and sounds. So I was going to re-record it. I was going to re-record this whole episode and be like, ah, you know, put it in, in more of my sounding voice. But then I was like, you know what? Right now, the practice is to put out work. And as a struggling to not be perfectionist, I want to put out work that's not perfect. That's maybe... My B work, as my coaches Susan and Laura from The Spark File say, like maybe you're bringing your B work, but you're doing it and it's consistent and you're putting it out there. Because if I have to re-record and I have to be nervous every single time I want to put something out, it is going to take hours and hours and I just wouldn't do it because the emotional energy and emotional, you know, (laughs) despair is just way too much. So it's a good learning experience. And so coming in hot for the next tread, my goal is to just be more myself and be kind of like the crazy wacky person that I already am while I'm teaching topics that are different than what I've taught for the last 15 years, which is fitness. So that's what I want to work on. If you stayed for that little bit, thank you. Thanks for staying and listening to my jabber about this experience, but I hope it is inspiring for you to know that it doesn't have to be perfect. Just put stuff out consistently. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter. Keep going. You can do it and I can too.